0: Hey everybody, this is Presto. Corporal message. And you are listening to a very special episode of The Nintendo Dad's Unplugged. Um, in fact, to... we were we were so committed to this theme that the first time we tried to do this moments ago, th- there was no audio. So for us <laughs> <That's interesting. laughs> past 20 minutes. Nobody told us that we weren't literally supposed to unplug things. My mistake. We, we, anyway.
1: We were dedicated to the unplug. The mics were unplugged. The audio was unplugged.
0: Also, I'm going to take this opportunity to warn everybody not to use Streamlabs. <laughs> <laughs> we love Streamlabs
1: when it works.
0: Uh, that's... Oh, what a coincidence. All right. So. Today is all about the non-stressful act of unplugging, relaxing. It's the holiday season. We're doing streams every day this week, except uh, Thursday, which we'll get to. You'll see what's going on. Um, but we are talking about board games, card games, uh, things that are made on slices of like dead tree. They like put little symbols, and you read them, and then you hallucinate vividly. Um, and we're going to talk about. That kind of stuff. Um, But first... what? You've never heard this before? Um, But first, this news. um, Because we just did this, I actually don't need to see the show notes. Um, So, also, also... We made this mistake last time, too. We cannot see chat. We can't see chat.
1: Before we go any further, we cannot see chat. And because we've already done this for 20 minutes and then realized that nobody could hear us there's a lot of these things that we may have gone over once before
0: so if the puns don't land that's might fine, land. We're, gonna, we're gonna stream lab we're gonna stream lab, we're gonna streamline the news, which it probably should have been shorter anyway, it's an unplugged episode, anyway, uh, the news um uh, Paper Mario 64 is coming to the Nintendo which uh, Nintendo Switch online service expansion pack thing that's still not worth your money. Um, it's a great game. Hooray. Play it on an emulator like every other civilized human being. Only game that we
1: care about coming to, well, at least the only game I care about coming to the online game expansion pass is Donkey Kong 64.
0: Well, that's not, it's not been confirmed. Hopefully. But it happens. Someday. Um, also, if you hear wind, it's because I'm actually, we're actually both outside and it's kind of cold. At least here. I don't know what you're talking about. Weird maniac. Florida man. Um, (laughs) anyway, uh, yeah. Other news Dead Cells, which is, uh, if you didn't watch our roguelike episode, it's a Metroidvania roguelike. You run around, you do actiony things. They are, they just released a free DLC. With weapon sets from Hollow Knight, um, Guacamele, a bunch of different other indie games. Um, and they're releasing their final paid DLC called The Queen and the Sea uh, soon. Anybody? Soon-ish. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to the chat. Yes. We cannot see you. We can't. We're, this is the unplugged episode. Our, we're unplugged. We can't <laughs> see chat. I'm sorry. Now's your chance to take cheap shots at us. We can't respond. We
1: can't see them. Give us all of your love, and we'll have to respond afterwards.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah. Uh, Dead Cells, I've been playing a ton of it. Um, I've discovered it this year. There's three DLC that's for it. There's two paid DLCs, and then there's this third one that's coming out. I have not even made it through the base game, um, so I got a lot of work to do. Um, but it's super fun. I'm loving it. Um, Minecraft update. You, you introduced one, because you're the, you're the more Minecrafty one of the two of us. It's the
1: Minecraft Caves and Cliffs update, which has dramatically changed the world generation of Minecraft. So the world height has been expanded, and the world base has been expanded, as well as there's deeper caves, more vast caves, there's stalactites and stalagmites and crystals and grass and mobs. The goat is on the mountain. The billy goat, mountain goat, is on the cliff. And murderous.
0: The most murderous animal in Minecraft since People the creeper. Off the top of the mountain.
1: It, it, there's a lot to offer Minecraft. Ever since the Ocean update, the, the Nether update, and the caves and Cliffs update, I'm, Minecraft
0: is no longer the same game it was
1: when we were we kids and we first started playing it
0: (laughs) we're old we're old now people are turning 30 we're old um yeah but yeah so if you haven't played minecraft in a while now's the time to play it because it's awesome completely different especially if you have an oculus vr headset minecraft and vr is nutty
1: terrifying Uh, for those for those of you who are just now approaching or listening in This is our unplugged episode, and we are outside on our porches. There are fire trucks going by.
0: (laughs) Corporal's backyard is on fire, Um, but we can't see chat. We're going to say it like a million times. So if you're listening to this on audio, we apologize. We can't see chat. We can't see you. Can't see anything. For those people who are listening on audio,
1: we're on our porches. Presto's in a sweater because he's cold like an old man.
0: Because it's December, you animal. (laughs) <laughs> anyway what, what in the news did I miss there was one other thing Guilty
1: Gear Happy Chaos
0: oh Guilty Gear um, Guilty Gear Fighting Game of the Year for sure it's getting Fighting Game of the Year this year um, released a new character Happy Chaos he's got a cool gun mechanic and they announced that Byken which is the fourth DLC character in like the six months the game has been out um, one of the most popular Guilty Gear characters, Samurai Lady, she has one eye, she's badass. Um, she's coming out in January, so if you're a fan of fighting games, Guilty Gear, not on Nintendo, but on everything else. <laughs> um, so if you like fighting games, check that out, it's been really cool. I think that's the news, right? Is there any other news? What have you been playing lately? Yo, I've been playing, I've been playing Minecraft. I've been playing. Uh, I haven't cracked open Guilty Gear yet because I want to dedicate time to re-learning it. Um, I've been playing a lot of Dead Cells. I'm hooked on Dead Cells. I got it uh, on a Black Friday deal for the Switch, so I'm like re-unlocking things and discovering new things from when I played it on Game Pass. Um, speaking of Microsoft, playing Minecraft. Microsoft has ruined Minecraft. They have messed it up so bad. And I'm not talking about. The game is great. The game is better than it's ever been. But everything outside of the game, like running a multiplayer server, trash. Doesn't work. Got horrible uptime. Things don't update properly. Trying to log in and log out, like if your spouse or your child wants to play Minecraft on their account. Good luck. I hope you have some free time and like some Xanax because it sucks. It's terrible. Do better, Microsoft. Do like a billion dollars. You can't figure out how to run a Minecraft game that was made in Java ten years ago. Jesus. Okay. Um. Rant over. Um. So yeah, I've been playing maybe Minecraft. Um. And uh, getting my teeth kicked in weekly uh, on Monster Hunter Rise. I still love the game. It just is. It's very. It doesn't love me anymore. It hurts me with things like. The Apex Rathian emergency quest. I think I streamed it last week, and we wiped like six or seven times in a row. And we were not, we were not even close. We were not even close. Um, so I'm going to be streaming that tomorrow. Um, this, is, this is a rare stars aligned week. <laughs> Sorry, for those of you listening, uh, a little elf just appeared behind corporal and then disappeared <laughs> in the window um oh. but uh so corporal streamed on sunday this episode is going up on monday i'm streaming monster hunter on tuesday i think i feel like there was something coming out on wednesday was it it was some like like there i think it was like some half finished like beta something like a test oh i'm like Something incomplete that was missing, like, a main feature or something. It was like an alpha... I don't remember. I can't remember. Do
1: you remember what it was? So, for those of you who are reading through Presto's Shade, we have been playing the beta of the Halo multiplayer online. And, and it's, good. Say, it's good.
0: It's good. not taking I shots say, at that.
1: Because that's what they are calling it. They're planning on sending out updates, very much the way Minecraft was technically a beta for years, yet it was dumping... 343,
0: 343, keep Microsoft's fingers off this project, please.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, but the campaign of Halo Infinite is coming out, bringing back Master Chief and fighting the banished on the ring. Campaign is all I really care about. Multiplayer is great. all press. The campaign, national release or world release is going to be on Wednesday, December 8th. So. For those of you who have been following along, I did my live stream on Sunday. Unnecessarily, but did it anyway. Presto is uh, doing his live stream tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Obviously today Monday. Getting beat so you- to death by monsters. And then Wednesday, I will be doing a special re- game release stream on Wednesday night of the Halo Infinite campaign. So you're getting ads four days in a row. Thursday, we, we need to rest. We're old. We're old. And then Friday, obviously, is our co-stream. So we'll figure something out to, to do on Friday. But you are getting, like, five more, days.
0: More ads than you asked for. Yeah. And I don't mean to... I, I mean, the the Halo campaign is extremely hype. It looks amazing. It's getting fantastic. I guess the, uh, the um, embargo lifted today, because I've seen, like, half a dozen reviews of the halo campaign that's like this is the first time halo's innovated since the original it's great it's fun um my my shots were the only way i really am interested in playing the campaign is co-op and it's launching without co-op they announced they're gonna release the co-op you just have to wait just have to wait when are they releasing the co-op Someday... COVID has made... Someday
1: <laughs> in the future... COVID has made... Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so, I will be... I have been playing Halo, and I will be playing Halo come Wednesday night, and on my Sunday live streams, I'll be continuing to play Halo campaign with you
0: and all. And Corporal is going to drink... Every time he dies in the campaign. (laughs) So be ready. He's a pro. He's a pro. He's going to be fine. Easy. (laughs) He's going to do it on Legendary the first time, though, right? You could do that. That's what you told me. Sure. Um, Anyway. All right. Now it's time to unplug. Are you ready to unplug? I'm ready to unplug. I'm unplugged. My phone is on battery. If it dies, you're doing the show completely (laughs) solo because I'm actually unplugged. (laughs) I mean, I could die too. I have an I have an Apple product. I can't use headphones and charge it at the same time. It's true innovation. <laughs> Failure. <laughs> See, I take shots at things that I have too. <laughs> so, also, if you're just joining us, we can't read the chat. It's the unplugged episode. We can't read the chat. We love you. We really do, but we j- we can't. I'm outside. My porch doesn't have the chat. <laughs> the chat.
1: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so. Preparing for this episode, Nick Yeti, in our legendary chat on Discord, if you're a fan of ours, you should find our Discord and join us in our conversations. But preparing for this episode, Nick Yeti was like, I hope you guys aren't talking about Monopoly. You know what? Just for you, Nick Yeti. (laughs) What is
0: that? That's not Monopoly.
1: It's Monopoly Deal. It's the card game Monopoly. It's basically the exact same game, but without the board and the pieces
0: and you can play that i see play in 15 minutes that's the opposite of monopoly <laughs> monopoly is prolonged prolonged stress <laughs> short monopoly is not that's the whole point of monopoly is that it's long and dragged out so
1: ascension which is lady sage's brother captain captain
0: ascension, ascension put some respect on his name
1: and his girlfriend uh, the nurse, which is what we're calling her for now, play a lot of board games when we come over or they come over here. So there's a lot of card games that over the past year we have been playing a lot of. So that's what really helped inspire this episode, family coming to the house and spending some unplugged time with them instead of sitting in front of a screen.
0: It's the holidays. We've had more good games come out in the last couple months than I feel like the last couple years. And, Basically every other hype game has been pushed back to 2022. So (laughs) let's just take this time to taste the cardboard, get some fresh air, at least for tonight. You better guys, you guys better come back uh, tomorrow because we'll be playing Monster Hunter. But yeah, so Corporal Corporal is very much more board gamey than me. I have a couple ones that I'm like super passionate about. Um, But yeah, I'll let you lead the charge. So, and because you have the show notes, and I don't, because my porch doesn't have the show notes either. You don't have anything. I got nothing. I got my cup. The first game that
1: I'm going to talk about, <laughs> Taco, Cat, Goat, Cheese, Pizza.
0: And for those of you listening on Audio Only no, Corporal did not just develop Tourette's. That's the actual name of the game, somehow.
1: Taco, cat, goat, cheese, pizza. So you all get a deck of hint cards. You put down a card, and regardless what the card is, you have to say the words in order. Taco, cat, goat, cheese, pizza. But if a narwhal card shows up or a polar bear card shows up or whatever, they're specialty cards, and you have to do the action, so narwhal,
0: and then slap the card. Oh and my lord! This was made by a bunch of redditors, wasn't it? So anybody who doesn't say the words in order, taco cat,
1: goat cheese pizza, will lose. Or if you don't do the symbol and the slap in the right time, you lose. It's you know, silliness will ensue. That that's all I gotta say. Let's see. <laughs> so,
0: I know how to. I know how to make this gun more game more fun. Replace you lose with you drink. And this game becomes way... Put the kids to bed. And Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza becomes much more fun. Did I actually say that correctly? (laughs) I was waiting for it. Good job. Uh,
1: The next game is called The Game.
0: Oh, no. For everybody born, like, before the year 1995, you lose the game. (laughs) Sorry.
1: I don't make the rules. This game is a counting numbers game. You get four piles, two of them that are going from 0 to 100, and two of them that are going from 100 to 0. And everybody gets random sets of cards, and you have to go around Red Robin and stack the numbers in order from 0 to 100. But you, the players, play as a team. You are against the game. The game is against you, the player.
0: I like that. I like co-op analog games because most games are not most games are people versus everyone else and especially if you're playing with kids or family like some younger kids don't quite understand competition either they lose or they cry or they win or they cry so having a couple of good co-op games in your repertoire is always a good thing
1: so lubug and little red are uh, two little ones they are able to play this game with us it's a good counting game it helps to build, you know, math skills. So that's a good game that we all like to play. Um, we're going to get a little bit more interesting here. I actually don't know this game very well. I got Lady Sage next to me to give me some pointers because I don't remember. Um, but this is Skippo. <clears throat> Be the first player to get rid of your stockpile. The twists, you have to get rid of them in sequence. It's easy as one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So you've got to. Go through your pile of cards. What was that?
0: It's very windy here. It's very, (laughs) very windy. (laughs) I just saw your lights go... No, wait. This sounds a lot like Uno. And it looks a lot like Uno. And I think somebody copied Uno.
1: (laughs) It is very Uno-esque. But it's not. It's still a lot of fun. We enjoy playing it. It's numerical. It's a good game,
0: um the next game, holy, I want to jump in with a game because that's the second game you've talked about that involved numbers, and I don't appreciate that <laughs> so go ahead one I, see, I like games that get tricky, you know, um so I don't have it in front of me. um it's somewhere I think we have it somewhere inside, um, but it's a game called chameleon. Have you heard of this game before? No chameleon so chameleon is a game where everybody uh takes a card and all the cards have like a code of like you know it has basically a grid of numbers and letters and then you draw a card and it says like okay the topic of this game is you know b6 so you go to B6, and you look up what B6 is, and everybody's card says B6, and say it says, like, uh, you know, School Bus. That's the, 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 So the, the topic that you're talking about for this round is School Bus. Now, one lucky or unlucky player, depending on how you look at it, is the chameleon and does not have the code to see what the topic of the game is. And the idea is everybody goes around and they say something about the topic that shows that they are not the chameleon, but it has to be vague enough so that the chameleon doesn't figure out what it is. So if I say big yellow vehicle, the chameleon is instantly going to know, Oh, it's, it's a school bus. Now they can say, Oh, uh, takes kids to school and nobody will know. So you have to be vague enough. If you're not the chameleon, (laughs) to show that you know what it is. And if you're the chameleon, you have to try and quickly figure out what the hell everybody is talking about or say something vague enough where it sounds. So then at the end of the round, I think everybody it like goes around twice. And then at the end of the round, everybody votes on who they think the chameleon is. And if there's most amount of votes for the chameleon, everyone wins, the chameleon loses. If the chameleon sneaks and blends in, then the chameleon wins that round. You get the card, everybody goes around, the person with the most points at the end wins. Okay. That's it's just tricky. Fun. Deceptive. My porch is going to blow away. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> so well, that's chameleon. You definitely, it's not, I mean, we play with my nephews who are like, uh, like 10, 11 years old, uh, and it works well, um, but it's really fun with adults. Cool. I I like that. I think we want to pick that up. That'd be a fun. Game. Yeah, it's super fun. Very cool. tricky.
1: The next game on my list: your worst nightmare. Your worst nightmare. So this is a game about fears. It gives you cards, and you like pick topics, and then you ask. You fill out like a whiteboard with what you think the other players ranked. Fears are. And then you have to guess them in the right order, and the person will write down what they think their fears are, and then you would try to guess what my fears are, and you would get points for getting them in the right order and whatnot. Um, Hmm. Talks about what your fears are. It's kind of cool. And there's a bunch of clowns. Yours is clowns?
0: No, yours is clowns. I don't mind clowns. I lost, damn it.
1: Let's look at the topics. But. Um, The next game is actually Lady Sage's favorite game. And this is to give a quick demonstration, something we can do together right now. (laughs) 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 Lady Sage is already going, oh, Jesus, this is going to be bad. (laughs) So the game is called Medium. And it game where, you know how everybody's like, oh, we know each other so well, we can finish each other's sentences, and I can watch your porch flying away.
0: (laughs) I always (laughs) thought the phrase was we finish each other's
1: sandwiches. Sure. Then you want to steal their kingdom. For... For the sandwiches. for For everybody who just didn't get that. Anyway, so you get two words. You get a word, and I get a word, and then we flip and we show each other the word. And then I have to come up with something that match. You and I both have to come up with a new word that somewhat blends those two words together. So, for example, Preston, Presto, your word is mouth. Okay. okay? Are you supposed and to
0: know that or not?
1: Yes, that's fine. Because you're going to flip it over and show it to me. And then my word is bored. So now you with mouth and me with board would have to think of a word that we can't tell each other mm-hmm. that, that mirrors or mimics or joins these two in some kind of way.
0: Okay, so, huh? well, I have something in mind. You have something in mind. I have yeah. something. So at the same time, one, two, three. Oh wait, oh, wait! But how do we? Are we supposed to like give each other hints? Like how do we? No. No, just go. What is it? One, two, three. What is it? One, two, three. Popsicle sticks. No. Wait, what did you say? Your audio cut out. I said yawn, board,
1: and mouth. Oh. Is, is it it's the like, wrong board? It's the wrong board. <laughs> but, but, okay. So, so that was our first attempt. I said yawn, <laughs> popsicle So now we've got to come up with a new word that is popsicle sticks and yawn. And if we're we're able to do that, then we get a point. If we are not able to do that, then we lose. And that is the medium game. And this goes with, like, you know, four to six players or four to eight players. And you, like, you got to keep doing different words. So, like, it can be, you have to really know the person. People who are like brother and sister, Lady Sage and Ascension do this game really well, and it's annoying.
0: <laughs> yeah, that actually sounds fun. That's something we could, like, like play on stream, too.
1: Yes, It's it is. It's, it is a lot of fun.
0: I like that. Um, so, wait, can we come up with a word that's between Popsicle Stick and Yawn? Ooh. Popsicle Stick and Yawn. I think I have one, but there's no way you're gonna. Well, you gotta think of one that I'm. I might get. Um. Okay. Popsicle stick and yawn. And it can't be
1: mouth or board. Just so. Oh you know. yeah.
0: No yeah yeah. Okay, I have something. It's the only. It's the only thing I can think of. And yawn. By the way, we can't read chat. If anybody's, like... Anybody who's playing along at home, we are unplugged. We are out on our porches. We
1: cannot reach chat So, yeah. uh, pops will stick in your... I've got one. We'll try it. We'll see what happens.
0: Okay, Any One, two, three. Tongue tasty. depressor. Oh! What did you say? I said tasty. Tasty? Tasty! <laughs> yours was good actually that was good i wasn't sure if that was allowed because it was like kind of like a popsicle stick but then like that, that that's good that's like a boring good. version of a popsicle stick because you don't even get a popsicle they just stick it in your mouth and you're like this stupid
1: anyway <laughs> that game is called medium um and that's a great card game to play with friends especially if you got you know couples and stuff and family members
0: So here's a question to break up the the rapid fire list real quick. What is your favorite type of analog game to play? Like, are you more of a board game person? Are you more of a card game person? Like, what's your vibe? I will play Solitaire by myself just for the fun of it. That's depressing. That's not...
1: (laughs) But I'll be honest with you, these types of games is where I get the most interaction from. I'm not a big board game person unless it's a very simple board game. Don't don't. Blame.
0: Oh my gosh, you can see my my curtains. We have curtains on our porch and they're like going all to one side and then getting sucked off in the other direction. I'm gonna call you Dorothy. If you see me just be like, uh... <laughs> um Yeah. I think I like I think I like card games a lot or like something with either like strategy or like deception. Like something where you can like be tricky. Like one, so this is, this is one on my list that if I don't put it on my list and talk about it, my wife will kill me. Um, Rummy Cube. Rummy Cube is, I like it. It's not, it's not exactly my favorite, but I like it. It's basically, if you've played Rummy, it's Rummy, but with like tiles. So each, each tile has a number and a color, and you basically, build sets of numbers so it'll be like you know 10 11 12 and then you can add 13 on the end of 12 or you can add 9 on the end of 10 and you have to get rid of all your tiles um and it's like it's like a puzzle problem solving type game um that you can do some tricky stuff with but i like i like games like chameleon where you're like you you trying to be tricky or there's like some overall element of strategy to it okay okay what's next on your list um
1: you have magic the gathering
0: oh hell yes i do (laughs) (laughs) i got my deck right here boy um, yeah, so Magic the Gathering... This is actually just, like, a, a basic deck. So Magic the Gathering is a uh, pastime as old as time itself. These are upside down. Um, oh, no, they're not. They're just all mixed up. Um, so Magic the Gathering is amazing. It's great. Uh, you play lands, you play creatures. Uh, it's one of the most most in-depth, potentially complex card games Um it's kind of an easy-to-learn, hard-to-master situation. Um, and where people get into trouble is that obtaining a deck of Magic cards, which is typically played uh, with 60 cards, can be kind of a pain. Um, but uh, I was I was debating putting this on the episode and how much I wanted to talk about it. There is a new product from Wizards of the Coast. Uh, it's like the one thing that they haven't screwed up this year. Um... And it's available at Target. Uh, It was exclusive at Target, but now it looks like it's at Walmart. It is the Arena Magic the Gathering Arena Starter Kit. Um, And I love this thing for two reasons. A, Magic the Gathering Arena is the online version of Magic the Gathering. And when you buy the Magic the Gathering Arena Starter Kit, it comes with two decks that are made to be played against each other. Um, and you get a digital download code. So you get both of those decks in the online version of the game, which is super cool. Um, but more importantly, these are super duper beginner friendly decks. There's no super complicated strategies, and you can get very complicated in magic. Um, they're very straightforward decks, they're very evenly matched. There's a couple different sets, they're made to be played against each other. And the set is like eight dollars. It's eight dollars at Target to get two complete Magic decks that are evenly matched to be played against each other. Now, this is like tip of the iceberg, Magic. Anybody who has played Magic for a substantial amount of time is probably going to be pretty bored with these decks after not so long. But they are just they're they're just good light basic decks, m- evenly matched. And for $8, like, there's no better entry point to Magic the Gathering. It has super easy instructions, and you can even play a demo with the decks against each other on your computer, and it shows you the rules for the first time. So, what so I'm
1: is, it's the gateway drug for Magic the Gathering.
0: It is! I bought this before I went up to go see Wernicke, and nope. I don't think he'd ever played before. And we played, like, 20 games. Over the course of the weekend because and we would play and then we would swap decks and then we would swap back and it was just like back and forth. He won, I won. Like, it's great. It's fantastic. I can't recommend these enough for beginner players. If you're if you're not a beginner player or you're not teaching somebody, I don't know that these are the decks for you. You might be better off with something like a planeswalker deck or something off of uh, like a pre-made deck. I forget the the Deck websites, but you can get cheap decks online. But beginners, Magic Arena starter kit, Target eight bucks. It's it's easy.
1: Just do it. So I've never played Magic the Gathering, and I've always wanted to because like that's the deepest nerd kingdom. Oh, shit. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> there is a game that's within a game that I like to play, and this is going to get really, really weird. It's a card game that is played inside of a video game, and if you know where I'm going, Witcher, the Witcher series, uh, in Witcher there is a card game that you can play when you go to taverns called Gwent. Oh, Gwent yeah, is very much like Magic: The Gathering. You get uh, an emperor, and he has stats and buffs perks. Then you get terrain. Uh, cards like fog or boss or forest and each one of those cards have uh, perks and buffs and uh, hazards and then you, can your soldiers or your army uh, cards so you can get like archery and heavy and swordsman and then you've got to play your cards as well as your terrain decks in order to defeat your
0: opponent so is this a physical product or you can only play it so that's where I'm getting at. It used to only be playable in
1: The Witcher. And then it became so popular, played in The Witcher, that people were playing The Witcher just to play Gwent. So then they made a Gwent standalone digital version
0: of I remember the game. hearing that.
1: Well, now the game has its own physical version. Unfortunately, Woo! it's a uh, Kickstarter type thing. So it's $169. But there are one, two, three, four, five different factions that come within the deck or within the game, and you can play as any one of the factions. Against- is, this,
0: is this being kickstarted by CD Projekt Red? I, I don't know. Because <laughs> they, they make The Witcher. Yeah. And you, you... I would never buy a Kickstarter by CD Projekt Red. Cause I pre-ordered cyberpunk 2077 and <laughs> was in the I realized I was like, <laughs> there's a cat. There's a cat. Cat. Um, speaking of cat, by the way, we can't read chat. If you're just joining us, uh, we can't read cat. We can't read chat. Oh, hi. <laughs> um, anyway, that sounds cool. Also, if this is, this is going against the unplugged philosophy of tonight, but uh, Nick Yeti recently roped me into playing Legends of Terra, which is a card game. Card game. Uh, well, you can play it on PC, too. It's a strategy card game based in the uh, League of Legends slash Terra universe. Um, and it's really fun. It's really easy to pick up. It's really fun. It works really well on mobile. Um, And if you're like me, and have been sucked into Arcane on Netflix, which is amazing, um, you're probably going to have a better time playing Legends of Runeterra as an introduction to the League of Legends universe, than playing League of Legends. Okay! (laughs) Anybody... That was weird. Anybody who's played League of Legends understands what I mean. In that The best... The best place to start in entering the League of Legends universe is literally anything else besides League of Legends. Okay, next on the list.
1: Uh, now we are moving away from card based games or doing tabletop things. So the first tabletop game that's on our list is
0: Twister. <laughs> Yo, if you play Twister on the table, you're just a stripper. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Stripper on the table. Right?
0: That's not... Yeah, you don't, you don't do those moves on a table. You do them on the ground. If you do them on a table, people need to be throwing $1 bills at you. Uh, rival
1: restaurants is, is, is our game.
0: Every, every topic we cover, you find some food-related game... <laughs> uncooked. The one no. on the phones where you pass the food. Freestyle.
1: Uh, Lady Sage loves family style. And I'll be honest, that was a great But rival restaurants is you pick a chef, and a chef has his own perks. And then you pick a restaurant, which is the type of food that you need, and the type of ingredients you need to get. And then you round-robin around, and depending on your dice roll and your turn, you can use your time and your money to go shopping for ingredients. You build trash as you make your food and you must also pay to have your trash disposed of and you must create certain dishes by going to the store to buy the ingredients that are needed. And then the other chefs can do things to sabotage your making of your ingredient with that dish. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: sounds, This sounds complicated.
1: It is very complicated. And so, like, you can have this big, muscular, beefy chef, and his perk is that protein is half off. So whenever you go to the store and you buy protein, it's half the price, as it would be for anybody else. Okay. And maybe the dish that you have to make at your Italian restaurant is like some chicken parmesan or whatever. And you have to then get cream and eggs and cheese and meat to make your dish.
0: I have a hard enough time going to the real-life grocery store and remembering all the things that I need to get. See, every every cooking game has the same common thread to me in that it's, it, it is borderline as stressful as normal cooking. <laughs> so I just, like, categorically avoid all. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But
1: if you get a group of friends together who are definitely challenging and, like, want challenging? Friends who are challenging. Friends who are challenged. (laughs) Friends who are competitive, (laughs) then it can be a lot of fun.
0: Cool. Uh, You have Liar's Dice. This is probably my favorite tabletop game besides Magic the Gathering. But it's way easier and way more fun to play with groups of people. Because Magic the Gathering, you play with two people, and that's it. Like you just you have two people, you're playing against each other, that's it. Liar's Dice. You can play, you just need a shitload of dice. Um, so this game originates... Do Dungeons and Dragons dice work? No. You need regular dice. You have no idea how complicated it would be to try and play this with Dungeons & Dragons dice. That would be a nightmare. You would have an aneurysm. You would never make it out alive. Um, So you need just a bunch, a lot of regular uh, six-sided dice. Um, And fun fact, this is the game from Pirates of the Caribbean. If you remember. Yeah. Yeah. So how you play is everybody starts with five dice This is why you need a lot of dice because every single person that plays needs five dice and you really need like at least three or four people to play. You can play the more people you play with, the more out of control it gets. Um, But you need to at least have a, a three or four people and then like four or five dice for those people. So everybody has a cup, you put your dice in the cup and you roll it. Right. And then you look underneath and you make your wager. So you look at your dice and say I have five dice and you basically need to say the set of the numbers. Oh hi. We're live on the Nintendo Ads. You have so many groceries. <laughs> you just leave that that popcorn with me. No, I'm kidding. Um um, so you're, you're, you want to make a wager on what, how many of, oh, you son of a, you have snacks. All I have is cards and wind. Um, you want to make a wager on, you pick a number. So say you want to say that there's, you know, a dice that reads three. You want to make a wager on everybody's high. Um, you want to make a wager. I did. Hi! Hi! Lady Sage is here, too. Hi! <laughs> Terrible things happened the last time you guys were both on stream. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yep. <laughs> right, my gosh. The dog is freaking out. Um, I mean, okay. Otherwise. So, so Liar's Day, it sounds complicated, but it's not once you get playing. But, so, I am making a wager that I think there are five dice that are showing the face value of three. But that's not for just my dice. It's for everybody's dice that's playing. Oh. So So I say, okay, I look at my dice. I go five threes. And if, every, if you're looking and you have no threes, then you're like, oh, that's amazing. Oh, I'm going to show these. Okay. Um, if you're looking and you have no threes, you're like, hmm. Now, at any point, you can call me a liar. And if you call me a liar, everybody reveals their dice, and if my wager is correct, and there are exactly or more than five threes, then you lose a dice. But if I'm a liar and there's not five threes between everybody's dice, I lose a dice. Now, when it goes from person to person... So I look, I say five threes, then it goes clockwise to the next person. And that person has to either increase the value on the dice or the amount of dice. So if I say five threes, they can either say, they can say six threes, they can say seven threes, or they can say, uh, five fours or five fives or five sixes. They can increase the value on the dice. And right. you basically keep going around and everybody knows what they have. So <laughs> you can kind of li- if, let, if it's like, okay, there's, there's 10 fives and there's five people playing and you don't have any fives. You know that that's super unlikely, Yeah. but you may not be want to be the one that says liar because then you're, you're on the line. Um, so it's very, it's very fun. It's strategic. But you can also totally throw things out of control because you can start off with something like seven twos. And I have no twos, but you don't know that. You thinking, he's saying seven twos, he must have a ton of twos. But if I say seven twos, by the time it gets back around to me, I know that that's it's probably not going to make it all the way back around to me. So strategic, deceptive. A little bit of statistical evaluation in there. It's m- m- outside of magic, my absolute favorite game to play. All you need is cups and dice. Cool, liar's dice. Also, I have to show these because <laughs> my wife got them for my son. Uh, I'm assuming Christmas. I don't know if I'm going to be able to wait until Christmas. They're <laughs> tiny. They're tiny Super Mario socks. This oh. is as Nintendo as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. We got. We got Mario, player one, we got uh, Can't Stop with a little star, we got a a mushroom power up, and then we got Mario saying, woohoo. Woohoo. These are going to smell so bad in the near future, but yeah.
1: So you were talking about you wanting popcorn. I I actually have popcorn. Stop. Stop. Marmal I'm butter- hungry and I'm cold. All buttered co-
0: toffee popcorn and dark chocolate sea salt popcorn. Ugh. Talk <laughs> about board games. You're making me hungry. I'm gonna eat these socks. The last
1: tabletop game we have on our list is Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Oh, geez. What's that? I've never heard of it.
1: <laughs> Any nerd it's like Magic the Gathering as far as I'm concerned. It's the epitome of nerddom. Uh... You create a character with its own stats, and you use that character in a story that is told to you by the Dungeon Master who created the story himself.
0: Who sacrificed his entire social life to come up with a 40-hour campaign for your character to play So,
1: And the best thing about Dungeons & Dragons is it doesn't have to be an eagle with two battle axes who can fly around and is trying to defeat Batman. It can be like you know actual medieval, or it could be a military soldier in the Middle of War. Like whatever you want to create it, you can make it.
0: And so it's one hundred percent imagination based, and it, it can be a lot of fun. Yeah, if a group will let you play with them,
1: <laughs> it's throwing shade at Ascension in our in our Dungeon and Dragons group. <laughs> He's watching you, Ascension. Watch out, he's coming I for you. I got a
0: character sheet ready. <laughs> Let me roll initiative, bro. <laughs> um, anyway, similar to Dungeons & Dragons, I want to throw this in there because it's something that I've heard in passing, like in researching different games. Um, Gloomhaven is a Dungeons & Dragons hype game. I think it's a little bit different, um, but it's a co-op Like co-op tabletop RPG that doesn't require a dungeon master. Um, And Nick Yeti said he was interested in it, but it's I guess it's like a little pricey. It's like eighty dollars for like the the starter thing, which I mean I'm. What is it? Dungeons and Dragons is free. It's um I mean technically, but you can't you can't be a dungeon master without. A rule book and like reference to like things, right? That's what the internet is for. Yeah, yes, so. Um, <laughs> but Gloomhaven. If anybody knows anything about Gloomhaven, Gloomhaven, leave a comment and I will read it later. I promise. Because reminder, we can't see chat. <laughs> we can't see it.
1: Sorry. Not- Dungeons and Dragons. If you want to play rogue, you don't have to follow the rule book like, to the letter. There are basic rules that you can create as your campaign, and as long as your campaign stays within those rules, then it's okay to play.
0: Yeah, it's pretty, pretty loose with what you can do with Dungeons Dragons. Your own campaign with your own rules, so. Yeah, but I'm gonna actively look into getting Gloomhaven, because I've been wanting to play D&D for so long, but it's just, there's a lot of logistical issues, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna bark up Gloomhaven tree. I'll get back to you.
1: We're going to finish our campaign sooner or later, and the next campaign there's going to be your face sitting at the end of the table.
0: Yeah, and in a retirement home, because it's going to take 50 years. (laughs) I'm going to be like, I'm a gnome. (laughs) Our last
1: section in this unplugged episode that we have is unplugging (laughs) Presto's life support. (laughs) Is the books section?
0: Books.
1: Yeah, you know those things that you were talking about—paper and trees and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Books. Books. My wife can never watch this section. She's a librarian, and she will murder me. <laughs> no, I went to school. I went to school for English and literature. You just books. go in there, book off the shelf, and then you put it back. That's all. Books. Books. I know a book. Um. So I need to just get this out of the way. Gary Vaynerchuk books. I love them. You are all about that. Self-help. Get Listen, G- it's not self-help. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> they're business books. They're like marketing at, at social media. I'm a social media manager. uh, So they help me a lot, but jab, 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 right hook. If you are looking to grow social media presence, whether it's if you're even if you're a streamer if you're a content creator the book jab 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 right hook by gary vaynerchuk you will learn more about how to grow a following and navigate content strategy online on social media that i've been doing social media management for like literally a decade which is i don't even want to say that because i feel super old but i've been doing that as my job for a decade there is no single source of knowledge and, and information and tactics that has helped me more than that one book. So I just need to get out of the way because I can't talk about books without talking about that book because it is a huge deal to me for, and probably nobody else.
1: <laughs> anyone listening to this, I'll tell you a quick story. I moved away from New Jersey and moved to Florida. My first big trip back to New Jersey, I met Presto when he lived in Red Bank, and we went to his apartment. And in his
0: office was this giant poster. It's still in my office. I'll show it at the end of the stream when I have to go upstairs and turn off the stream. It's sitting. It's right next to my desk off camera.
1: You're showing me around your apartment, and you're like, "And this is my Gary poster. Do you know about Gary?" Gary." (laughs) And like, you gave me a speech standing there, and I'm just like, I'm being sold. My, my best friend just turned into, like, a piercing <laughs> man or something. Like, I didn't know what was happening. So. Anyway. Just, he does love him some Gary.
0: Yeah. My other favorite book, my favorite fiction book, maybe not my favorite, but, I mean, I went to school for literature, so I've read, like, dozens and dozens and lots and lots of books. Um, but, There is a a Japanese author called Murakami, and he wrote a book called, he's written a lot of really weird books, like surreal novels and stuff like that, but there's one called Kafka on the Shore, which I, it's just, I read it, and it's stuck with me, and I've reread it a couple times. Every couple of years, I'll reread it, but it is just, it's so good and so weird, so weird in all the best ways. Um, Corporal, you would probably like it, but you, if, if you ever read it, you would call me like after a couple hours and be like, I thought the, I thought the Gary Vaynerchuk spiel was bad. What, what am I reading? Like What the hell is this? It's really great if you like surreal fiction. Kafka on the Shore.
1: Okay. The first book on my list I have is Off to Be a Wizard. So, this, I don't know which came first, whether it be Ready Player One or Off to Be a Wizard, but this has Ready Player One and The Matrix, like, had a baby. That's what this book is.
0: That, I like that kind of baby. (laughs) That sounds
1: great. So, actually, I was given this book as a present from Lady Sage, um, and... I, at the time, was still working in an office and spent my entire next week not really working (laughs) and reading this book. Um, And I absolutely love it. I've actually reread this book like four times. It's absolutely a lot of fun. It's about a kid who realizes that his entire world is actually a computer program. And he's found the digital file and learned how to edit that file and the first thing he does is make him grow bigger and then the next thing he does is make his bank account grow bigger and then the you know matrix agents come after him and so he teleports his time stamp to a different time period and now he's in the past and it's
0: this fun i like it i'm interested
1: <laughs> so there are actually 3 books in the series um there's more that now, I'm I'm being told. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> but uh, they're a lot of fun, so you should check them out. Obviously, I mentioned Ready Player One. This is Ready Player Two. I've enjoyed the series. The first one is my favorite, obviously, but the second one is also extremely good.
0: And it came out sort of recently, right?
1: Ready Player Two, yeah, I within the within a year, it's
0: it's came out recently. Um, Ready Are you Player talking about f- within a year or within like pandemic year, meaning like the last like two and a half years. Pandemic year. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, my my of... <laughs> like keep in mind it's almost 2022. Yeah, pandemic year, uh, <laughs> um,
1: but. If you like video games, you like nerdum. This is definitely the book for you. In fact, uh, Ready Player One was gifted to me as a part of a uh, imager Reddit Secret Santa that I had signed up for several years
0: ago. Oh, that's very appropriate.
1: <laughs> and so uh, that's a, a great series.
0: You should I... read the ebook through your Oculus oh. for full effect.
1: You have Army Wars of Coheed?
0: Oh, the Amory Wars. Yes, Amory Wars. I forgot that I put that on there. So if you this is like a super stretch, like every other suggestion I've made. Um, <laughs> but if you if you like Coheed and Cambria, they're like an alternative rock group. Um, their entire catalog of music is one long batshit cool. insane sci-fi story yep. about the key work holding the planets together and the cosmos and space magic and just like it's a really crazy complicated story um but a couple albums in they actually got to take their story and make a series of comics called the amory wars and it's just it's it's comics it's graphic novels um, called The Amory Wars, and it's over now. I'm pretty sure they've they've reached the end of the saga, and now they're doing, like, prequels and sequels and, like, alternative spinoffs. But if you're interested, if you like Coe Eden Cambria and you haven't seen The Amory Wars, definitely check it out, because it's literally the characters in the songs. Um, it fills in a lot of gaps. You can draw a lot of connections between the music and the graphic novel. It's stupendously written, the the art is awesome, and I believe you can just, like, get the entire, because they used to sell them in, like, you know, comic books, like, short, you know, little comic books, but I'm pretty sure you can get just, like, the compilation is just, like, one thick-ass graphic novel. Um, That's The Emery Wars. So, it's a book. It's on the list. There it is. I apologize to anyone in earshot of me, but... Oh, my God. I run! That's
1: all I know. That's all I know.
0: Okay. Ears bleeding. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) I knocked over my camera. That was so traumatic. Apropos for the moment. Huh? No. (laughs) She just came out. She goes, do you need help? (laughs) Corporal Sung... So terrible that I flinched and I pulled the cord and my camera fell over. It is the unplugged episode. Like the first 20 minutes of the first stream, there was no sound. I know. (laughs) I heard all about it. Um, What's a book you would recommend for people? We're covering books in the last section. Hmm. Your favorite book. Not to put you on the spot or anything.
2: Are we talking about fiction,
0: nonfiction? Anything. We, we've I've talked about a business book, <laughs> a Murakami book, and the Amory Wars that are the Cohen Cambria oh, graphic novels. So I've pretty much.
2: recommend anything Kirvanigan.
0: Kervonega. Kirvanigan.
2: Sorry.
0: Cat's Cradle, Slaughterhouse Five, the usual suspects. <laughs> S- Slaughterhouse. <laughs> Slaughterhouse Five. <laughs> hear- yeah, that's is the most. That I can't hear anything. Oh, yeah, you can't hear anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put it in your ear. Let's try to
2: see. Hey, guys.
0: Hi, I don't know. Can you hear uh, her okay?
2: Hey, Liz, do you come here often? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, so, just for clarification, these are our partners uh, if you're listening on audio and you can't see the video after this has been broadcast. Oh. So there's going to be a lot I, of people on Spotify that's like, what is going on? I'm
2: not here to say, I just came to say hi and see if Preston needed help.
0: Well, I do need help. Recommend a book. I just did. Oh, recommend another book. A real book. <laughs> A real book.
2: <laughs> Brain on Fire was really good. Brain, right? Brain on Fire. About the girl who was, had an undiagnosed mental illness and she couldn't figure it out. In the oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you know I'm super into that.
0: I was sure I'm you were going to recommend another book. Your favorite <laughs> uh, book. Beloved. Nope. Never mind. <laughs> I clearly don't know you, stranger. <laughs>
2: Which Guns, germs, and steel. Oh yeah, of course. Of
0: course. Cool Diamond. Jeez.
2: Well that's something I pick up every once in a while and I just read like, a chapter here and there. Yeah, I peruse it. It's a word wait I made up.
0: Thought I made it up. <sighs> Did you? I don't know. Miss Scott, this is oh. hey everybody. <laughs> you can't read chat.
1: Lady, Lady Sage and Hazelnut just hijacked the show. <laughs> there, you're
0: the eye candy for the, the show. Wow! No. <laughs> um, so, what else do you have on on your on your book list, your reading list?
1: Your dog in the background dog. is going to take out the blinds. <laughs> so the the last the last book that I have on our list is. Outlander. Oh, my
0: God. oh no, Stassenup! <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. Really? Point. You're gonna That's recommend? Totally you're gonna recommend Fifty Shades of Plaid on the on the show?
2: There's no such thing as a
0: bad book. You know what? Now I have to mark this episode as explicit. You know that, right? You can't. This is now inappropriate. Is this unlocked? Can I let her out? What? Is the the window unlocked? Why
2: would it be unlocked? It's
0: not unlocked. I was going to let the dog come barreling through the window.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go clean the house. I just, you know,
0: wanted to say hi. Hi! Hi! So, Outlander, tell us why we should read Outlander. Outlander.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Outlander takes place initially in World... Just after World War II, and a military nurse... Goes on a honeymoon to Scotland and comes across the standing stones and is accidentally teleported to the 1700s, where she meets the Scottish mountain man.
0: And then what happens? <laughs> then what does she do?
1: They, they they fall in love and maybe there's some love making involved. And it's then it's
0: been made into a series, a TV series, maybe.
1: They fight a war and then they move to America, and they fight another war, and it's a lot of fun, and stop focusing on the sex part.
0: I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> you, my only story that I know of you is that you walked in on your wife watching <laughs> the, uh, Outlander twice on the TV show, and both times it was a sex scene. So
0: that's And both times... The first time I was like, what is this show? No She's like, oh, it's about was... this woman who time travels, and I'm like, really oh, that's interesting.
1: Historic
2: fiction. I sat that's down I it.
0: and <laughs> Scotland.
2: I was as surprised as Preston was, and I felt like I was doing something so wrong.
0: <laughs> it's perfectly natural. so
2: accusatory of me watching.
0: Because I was like, show. oh, I see what kind of show this but is.
2: You're like, no, rec- no, no. My mom recommended it to me. Telling me it was historical fiction,
0: have you it was read- really
2: good. Have I hadn't read-, read them. No, yeah.
1: you would have yeah. knew.
0: So, you would knew what was coming. But I the
2: continued smut. to watch the series. So
1: there's not so, as much as you say, or there's not as continuous smut in the books as there is in the show. And the show, as you continue to watch the later seasons, is not nearly the same as the first
0: season. So.
2: I truly don't enjoy that kind of thing. I just feel like it's so extra. I don't need it's it.
0: Very extra. There's I don't need a lot it. of they extra. They can it.
2: And they can leave. Everything. But I don't need to watch it. I don't. <laughs> so I am like a child where I'm like this, is it over yet? This is genuinely how
0: if I If you am. do that while you watch it, you will I fall asleep before care it is to over. Watch
2: other characters <laughs> be naked with each other. It's anyway, just weird. the
0: unplugged <laughs> episode. True. unplugged unscripted uncensored we're gonna get kicked off facebook i was
2: supposed to leave i should have so i'm gonna go bye bye guys
0: (laughs) Uh... so i'm assuming that's the last thing on your list because that is impossible to follow yeah (laughs) penny come here this is my dog the cats usually get uh get the star of the show but this is my dog she's penny she can't read she can't read at all (laughs) Okay, Okay. go. Yes. Oh, now I have to let her back in the house.
1: That is the last thing that's on the list. Well, you might as well go inside and get ready to unplug the... uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Do you have a side quest, perchance? I
1: do have a side quest. I don't have a dad joke, so you can think of one. But (laughs) I have a side quest. Since we're talking about being unplugged, and this is just... Not in video games. You know how when you're in a video game, you have a character and you pick what your style and your, your, your aesthetics and your look would be? And that is what you wear from that point forward, moving on. Yeah. Penny, come. To you, is what would be your video game character aesthetic for your real life?
0: So, like, this is your choosing an outfit, you're and choo- then that's your skin. That's your
1: skin from this point forward. From-
0: My legs are numb. It wouldn't be thin jeans. That's not what it would be. Um It would probably be an Urban Axe t-shirt. No. Um It would probably be I I I don't know. It'd probably be something like I dressed in high school, maybe a little less goth. Um <laughs> Sort of like, so the way I dress in high school is I had oh my god, there's so much chat that we weren't able to read. Oh lord. <laughs> anyway, it's very meta. Um, so uh, it'd probably be something looking like a uh, like a Final Fantasy character. Uh, I had like the the black coat with like the little bit of fur and like the pins. And then, but this is if we were in a video game, right?
1: Oh, I assume just like your real life, you're locked in. This is why I chose to be.
0: Oh no! Then I would wear a normal, like I just pick my favorite outfit and wear my normal outfit. I thought you were saying if you were in a video game, like what would your skin be? So, what's your favorite outfit? I mean, probably something like this, like a, like a, like a nice shirt underneath. Some sort. Of, this is literally my favorite shirt, especially for this time of year. It's like warm, cozy. I love plaid. Something plaid. Probably be plaid. Um, a pair of all birds on my feet. Sponsor <laughs> the show. Um, of the show. Yeah. What would What would you What would you be What would your threads be? My threads
1: would be a thick, uh, slim cut, uh, denim jeans military combat boots with a steel toe and waterproof edging and yeah that's what i chose (laughs) a uh star wars or a zelda t-shirt if it was a star wars t-shirt it would be a darth vader t-shirt if it was uh, a zelda t-shirt it'd be like the sword and shield shirt and i'd have a button-down shirt over the top of it that was long sleeve but I could roll up the sleeves and the underside of the sleeves would be a different color. So I would look fancy
2: specific.
1: and I would have my repelling, uh, military, uh, belt. Okay. By the that, way, that'd be my outfit.
0: There's, there's, the, it is. there's the poster. <laughs> the <Vanderchuk>. It's there. <laughs> and there's my, oh, look at, look at all this technology. So much <laughs> technology. Um. Anyway, hold on. Let me do a shout out real chat. Melissa Bowden, thank you for coming by. Dom, what's up? We're gonna get some games of Guilty Gear soon. Fox Uchiha came by. We missed him. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Jord, Jord, thank you. Uh, he was interested in off to be a wizard. Um, yeah, he said that's cool. Curious where I can get a copy. Uh, probably Amazon, right? I mean, we think. I'm pretty wherever sure you- wherever fine books are sold.
1: Yeah, we order ours off Amazon. I know they got them at Barnes and Nobles because I've seen them, but yeah. Oh, I love
0: Barnes and Noble. Um <laughs> Okay, cool. Well I think that's I think that's the game, right? Yeah. Oh, that's it. Pot that's- quiz, what's the capital of Germany? I don't know. Make a guess. Capital of Germany. <laughs> I, you froze. I have no idea what happened. Capital of Germany? I don't what know. Is the, what is the capital of Germany? Uh, the answer we were looking for was G. G. G.
1: Oh, the capital
0: letter of Germany is G. Oh, you. Ugh. <laughs> Um, anyway, that was our Unplugged episode. We're going to be plugging back in this week with all kinds of streams. Uh, I'll be doing Monster Hunter tomorrow. Corporal will be in that single-player Halo campaign on Wednesday. Thursday, we sleep. Friday, probably more Halo, right? Multiplayer? Yeah. Maybe? Like, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, thanks the for- Who didn't know?
1: Um, not a fire. The candle
0: candles are made out of fire. That's still fire, not a real fire, not like fire. There's a tiny fire. What kind of fire? That's a demon that makes that noise with fire. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. Bye.